What's up, everybody? This is Not Your Average Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, a.k.a. TG. It's Sunday, June 23rd, and it's a very lovely Sunday out here, at least in Richmond, Virginia, anyone or Chesterfield, Virginia, whichever one you want to call it. <clears throat> um, we have s- some news stories for you today. Um, let's get started, then. Um... Cardi B was indicted on felony charges in the strip club brawl. She, apparently, there's a video of her um, throwing a bucket, ice bucket at a pair of bartending sisters. And I knew Cardi B's personality was wild, but I didn't know it was that wild. Um, not going to lie to you. Um, that's terrible. Um, also, I didn't know that was a felony either. So, (laughs) but, um, you know, she's never really been my most popular or favored celebrity or singer, whichever one. I mean, you can call her both because she is both, but, um, I just don't think that she's that good of a celebrity. She's never been really great to me, you know? Like, I just... She wasn't... She was never really on my good side, you know what I mean? Um, But, you know... Sometimes you just make a mistake and they capture it on video and you're screwed. Boom. Just like that. I mean... I know it sucks, but, you know... That's how it goes. Um, But oh well. Um, Europe is going to experience some intense heat in a multi-day heat wave starting today, I believe. Where it's going to be almost 100 degrees or more. Um, So so they're getting the real summer while we're getting (laughs) middle 80s. Um, But this is going to suck, for the, especially for the World Cup, because they're going to need to be cooling breaks during the knockout stage if this heat wave continues. And they say it could last till the beginning of July, even. So, that's, that's something you definitely don't want to see when it comes to the World Cup. Um, but they're going to definitely have to take cooling breaks. I don't think there's really much choice here in this matter. Um, uh, this wasn't meant to be directed towards the World Cup, but the World Cup will be affected by this. Um, so it's important to talk about it, but, um, I guess Europe's getting the real start of summer. I mean, summer literally officially started according to the calendar two days ago, but I haven't really felt the super summer-like temperature or the weather here in Richmond yet, so. Well, but I'm sure it's coming this week, because I've seen forecasts in the 90s, so. I'm sure it's coming for us, but, you know, at least we're not in Europe right now. Uh, I could, I mean, triple digits or more, poof. That's going to be rough for them to deal with. Mm, especially if it stays until the start of July, too. Um, but 
you know, we'll see what happens. Um, apparently, a Mega Millions winner has to share fifteen million dollars of his jackpot with his ex-wife as part of the divorce. Um, an arbitrator considered that a part of their married assets since they were still married at the time. They hadn't completed their divorce paperwork yet. So, you bitch. Um, so, this is... And his jackpot was after taxes and... Um, I, I think it was fees, maybe the other word. After that, his jackpot was $38 million, so he's going to have to share a little, I mean, a little less than half of it with his ex-wife, or soon-to-be ex-wife. Um, oh, man, that sucks for the guy that won the jackpot, dude. Now, now he's down to $23 mil. Granted, I'm sure we all would like to have $23 million. I mean, but, you know. And, I mean, what are you going to do, really? Like, it's, you know, if I'm the arbitrator, that's a tough situation to be put in because you're going to get complaints on either side of that. The man's going to complain that he has to give up money to his ex-wife. The wife's going to complain if she doesn't get it because they were married at the time and he, she feels like she deserve some of that money, you know, but I don't know. I, I don't know if this was exactly the best move. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, you know, it is what it is, basically. Um, but my last news news story of, the, of today is Disney is dominating its rivals as Toy Story 4 storms the box office this weekend. Now, I haven't looked at the numbers for this or anything. Um, it didn't give me any numbers yet. But, um, I mean, to be fair, do, do we really need to look at the numbers? I mean, Disney, it's, what do they put out? Avatar, Endgame, Toy Story 4 comes out, to or this week, it came out this weekend. Um... Lion King's coming next week. I mean, not next week, uh, next month. Um, Spider-Man Far From Home is coming in at, uh, in actually a little over a week. Um, man, I gotta get ready for that. Oof. <laughs> um, but, you know... Disney's done a great job of making movies, and, you know, I don't think we can really discount them, ever. I mean, I've said it before, and I'll say it again, Disney's basically taken over the world slowly, but surely, you know? <laughs> um, I mean, just look at, <laughs> Disney's taken over the movie industry, they're the only ones that make good movies, really, in my mind. Yeah. Stop but you know, whatever, right? 
Blue Shadow. But it makes sense that Disney's dominating its rivals. I mean, <laughs> Disney makes the best movies right now. Oh, don't forget Frozen 2 comes out in November. I'm sure I'm going to hear about that. But, you know, Disney's got the edge on everyone. They've just got top movies. They've got top box offices, you know. Um, I don't think Disney's just owning the game in the movie industry right now, <clears throat> and you know, I'm a, I'm alright with that. I mean, there's no real problem with that for me personally. But you know, we'll just have to see what happens as as it goes on. You know, whatever. Um, but anyway. Let's get to the sports. The Women's World Cup. We started the court, uh, round of 16 yesterday. Germany took down Nigeria 3-0. I said 3-1, so I'm okay with this. At least it made me look good. Um, Germany had 12 attempts to Nigeria's 9. 13 corners to Nigeria's 5. 60% ball possession for Germany. 77% pass accuracy to Nigeria's 56%. And there were two yellow cards to Germany and three to Nigeria. Nigeria, Nigeria just couldn't get a competent counterattack going, and they just couldn't stay on the attack at all. And Germany put them away because of it. Um, you know, it wasn't really that much of a fight. Even though I said I thought they would at least put up a fight, but they didn't. So, oh well. Um, Germany got the win, as I as I expected, though. Um, Germany's on the so-called easier side of the bracket, so I don't know. I mean, we'll see <coughs> if Germany can make it to the final, but they will get the winner of tomorrow's. Sweden Canada game. Um, the second game yesterday, Norway took down Australia on penalties in their first penalties penalty shootout of the tournament of the knockout stage. Um, but and it wasn't even really that close either in the penalties. Um, Norway had 27 attempts to Australia's 20. It was a very open game. Um, Norway had 12 corners to Australia's 6. 48% possession for Norway. 74% pass accuracy to Australia's 75%. Three yellow cards for Norway, and Australia got a red card. <clears throat> um, and I think that red card made a difference when it came to penalties. Although Sam Kerr, the superstar, arguably the best women's player in the world right now, missed her penalty so badly. And you could tell her expression during the game was not a very good one. Um, she just didn't have the best body language or um, attitude, it looked like, during that game. 
so I'm not surprised that Norway won based on that alone. Um, but, you know, Australia crumbled under the pressure. Norway, they they won the 95 World Cup, so they're still they're still banging around. They get the winner of England Cameroon, which is a perfect lead into my preview of England and Cameroon, which is at 11:30 today on FS1. I honestly don't think Cameroon's going to give England much of a fight. But I mean, I think England gets the win, say We'll say a comfortable 2 nothing win. It's not going to be really that hard for England, but I don't think they'll just be scoring goals like crazy. So I'll say England 2, Cameroon 0. Um, but the big game of the day in La Havre at 3 o'clock on Fox, you got France versus Brazil. The hosts versus Marta. Oh boy, is this going to be a fun one, and I'm probably going to miss it, but that's okay. Um, um, but, you know, France and Brazil, two really good teams going at each other at 3 o'clock on Fox, so... France was expecting to play a third-place team that wasn't Brazil, so here they are. Um, I fully think France is going to win this game just because I have a feeling it's going to be France and the U.S. in the quarterfinals, which sucks, but it'll be all right. We'll be fine. Um, France is definitely the more loaded of the two teams, but Brazil has Cristiane and Marta, so. Like I said, I think France gets the job done, but Brazil will definitely keep this close. They won't just get blown out by France. I'll tell you that right now. Um, but, you know, we'll see how it goes in the end. Um, but, you know. Um, Gold Cup yesterday. Um, <laughs> yesterday, Panama took down Guyana four to two in Group D of the Gold Cup. Panama advances to uh, to the quarterfinals. Um, I forget which day it is, but they're through. Um, Panama outshot Guyana 18-5, 54% ball possession for Panama. Three corners to Guyana's five, 92% pass accuracy for Panama to Guyana's 81%, and one yellow card to Guyana's three. And Panama was clearly the better team, but, you know, I mean, it's just, that's just how it happened. Um... Four to two, though, not bad. Um, 
the, I mean, obviously the highlight of the night for me was the U.S. men's national team getting revenge against Trinidad and Tobago, beating the crap out of them six to nothing. Um, that was great for me personally so that I could move on and forget that we lost, they're the team that knocked us out of the 2018 World Cup. But, um, you know, it's, it is what it is, you know, um, I'm okay with it now. They got their six, nothing victory last night. Um, outshot Trinidad and Tobago, 26 to nine, 66% ball possession for the U S we were offside twice. Um, six corners for the U S to two for Trinidad and Tobago. 88% pass accuracy to Trinidad and Tobago's 90%, and the U.S. had one yellow card to the Trinidad and Tobago's three yellow cards. <clears throat> I asked for a dominating performance out of the U.S., and it wasn't. It didn't look like it was going to be at halftime when it was one to nothing. But you know. That's the kind of game Greg Berhalter, the coach, wants to play now. We want to play football that wears down the opponent. And we uh, clearly this team looked more physically fit by the end of the game. Um, but we'll see if both the U.S. and Panama are through to the quarterfinals. So, um, But they will play each other on Wednesday night to wrap up the group stage of the Gold Cup. Um, we'll see if the U.S. can keep it up against the high higher quality opponent in Panama. Right now it's been an easy run. Zach Steffen hasn't really been tested in goal yet, but we'll see what happens then. Um, today at 6 o'clock, Canada takes on Cuba. In where were they playing? In Charlotte, Canada should win this game. They have the younger talent; they're better. Um, Cuba is literally the lone team without a win in this group, so fully expect Canada to walk out of there with a win um, and a dominating win. That I wouldn't. Um. I'm not going to go too far into it, but, you know, I think Canada should have a dominating win over Cuba. I don't think there's really much that can be said against it. Um, second game, the last game of Group A in Charlotte at 8.30 tonight, Martinique takes on Mexico. Now, I'd love for Martinique to come out and beat Mexico. I don't think it will happen, but I hope they give them more of a fight than I'm expecting from everyone else, pretty much, you know? We'll see how it goes. I mean, sometimes there's always surprises, but the Gold Cup is not usually the place for surprises, except for the 2015 Gold Cup, where the, oh, where the U.S. decided to lose to Panama. Or no, 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 no. Is that right? No, they lost to Jamaica in the semifinals. Oh my god, was I pissed over that game. But like I said, it's not often you get 
surprises in the Gold Cup. <clears throat> um, but let's move on to regular sports news. The A's right now star pitcher Frankie Montes has been suspended 80 games and he's out for the playoffs because he tested positive for a banned PED. I'm all for this. I've I mean you I mean you're not everyone's going to so I'm pretty sure most of the players are going to be taking some kind of thing to help their to enhance their performance these drugs. Um, but either we need to legalize all of them so that everyone can use them or we need to make sure ban all of them and make sure that none of them are ever used so we can burn them or do whatever. Um, but I think this is the right move for now. I mean, it sucks the A's are going to be without their best pitcher right now, but you know, (laughs) if you didn't, if you wanted to keep pitching and playing, then you shouldn't have gotten or tested positive for a banned substance, a banned drug. I mean, it's as simple as that, really. I don't, I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's not really much else I could say about that. Um, um, let's see. So the first Stanley Cup, uh, blah, so the first NHL game of the 2019-2020 season will be the last two Stanley Cup champions kicking it off. So you're going to have the Washington Capitals at the St. Louis Blues, and I like this idea. I think we should. I think that should be the first game every year. Is the def- the one who won the Stanley Cup the year before against the defending champs? I think that's a great idea to start the NHL season. Um. I mean, you know, it's crazy. Um, I think it's a good idea. I don't think they'll do it every year, you know, but I mean, it's a great way to kick off the season though. I mean, you always know that the Stanley cup champ, the defending champion opens the season at home, but put the last two Stanley cup champions against each other. That's an awesome idea. In my opinion, I don't think you can really argue against it, but uh, maybe, maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm the only one that wants that. I don't know. I can't be sure about that, but only time will tell, I guess when future schedules are or future home or future champions homes openers slated and whatnot, you know. And I'm sure the Caps will come out firing that night because they don't want to, I mean, they they were, they were remember the feeling of putting up their first banner the year before. They came, they came out and murdered the Bruins. The Boston Bruins at home that night. <laughs> Eventually the Boston Bruins lost in the Stanley Cup final in Game 7. But that's <laughs> regardless, of, regardless of the point. Um, but it should be fun. Um, sources say UConn is expected to rejoin the Big East, and their football will not. If they do that, 
their football will not be allowed to stay in the American Conference as a football-only school. That's very interesting. Because that means there's going to be a spot in the American now. The American's going to be down to 11 teams when this happens. And the American is going to have a spot open. Now, for JMU fans, this the JMU fans are going to be saying, why don't we go to the American? Um, honestly, I don't think they're going to give us a bid. Excuse me. I don't think they would give us the bid to go play in their conference. That's just my opinion. I could be very wrong. The American could want JMU in as the 12th team. But boy, would that be a significant change for us. Football would have to... Football would probably be more benefited from this. Um, Men's basketball, terrible. Maybe this will help them get their competition better. But they are trending upwards. I will give them that. Lewis Rowe has done a or Coach Rowe has done a great job of recruiting during his time at JMU. Honestly, I'm surprised he got another year, but maybe they're trying to make sure that he gets put together, you know, or gets everything put together this season. But we'll see. Um, Women's basketball, they could compete in the American, aside from UConn. It would suck for them, but whatever. Baseball, they need they would need to do better work competing against East Carolina, UConn. Wait, no, UConn's still yeah, UConn for now. Anyway, they would just need to be better. Um, Softball would be the softball would be a great addition to the American for JMU. Honestly, Um, softball could go win titles in the American Conference. And that would definitely help their resume when they wanted to host regionals and stuff. Not that I'm bitter about that or anything, but whatever. That's screw you for not letting us host, but I'm, I'm going to leave that alone for the committee. Um, but I think JMU to the American Conference could be very interesting. I don't know if it'll happen. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen based on what our athletics director said. Um, but whatever, I'm going to leave it alone. Um, the Predators traded their star defenseman, P.K. Svan, to the New Jersey Devils. So now another star in the Metropolitan Division. I'm telling you, the Metropolitan Division of the NHL is the best division in hockey by far um so and the division got even better the devils with that number one pick and now pk suvan not i mean even the devils could be competing for a championship this year i don't know man i they have a shot i would guess but i mean We'll just have to wait until the season starts and see what happens, you know? We're not going to jump ahead of ourselves like I normally do. Um, Albert Pujols got a curtain call at Bush Stadium after he homered in his 
first time back in St. Louis since 2011. Man, what a moment that must have been. Albert Pujols to hit a home run again in Bush Stadium. Cardinals fans loved him. I mean, that man was a legend in St. Louis, so I'm not shocked that they gave him a curtain call for this. I mean, who knows? I don't know how long Pujols is going to be able to play anymore. Honestly, I keep forgetting he's still in the league. I mean, he plays for the Angels, who are god-awful for some reason, despite having Mike Trout, Otani, and Pujols together. I mean, it blows my mind how bad the Angels are still, but, you know... That's a topic for another day, another time. My last sports news of the day is the Reds' Derek Dietrich got hit with his the record sixth pitch in one series yesterday. And the series ain't even over because they got to play again today. So that's incredible that he's gotten hit six times by a pitch in one series. That's honest. I don't know what's going on. There there's got to be some bad blood brewing in Milwaukee because of this. There's no way you can hit a guy six times and not have a little bad blood going between the Reds and the Brewers right now. So I must be missing out on something. <laughs> I haven't watched Major League Baseball in a while, and I'm probably not until the College World Series ends. So... I'm trying to finish up the college sports season first before, you know, I get into the major leagues. But, yeah, uh, that's crazy. Six times. Whatever. Anyway, thank you for listening today. We hope you have a great Sunday, and we'll be back tomorrow with new content. See you later.